We have to stick together. We are one church. We have one shepherd. Pastor John is the administrator of the good shepherd. And he's overseeing you. I'm a sheep now. So I'm also his sheep. But the good shepherd, he left very clear instructions, commands for us to follow. But before we go there, I really want to acknowledge the young generation. There's only two kinds of people. The young and the younger. So we want to acknowledge the younger generation. You're looking at the young now. Young at heart. You youth and children that are here. I mean, they are in the middle of a warfare worse than any blizzard that you can ever imagine. Their minds are being bombarded. Their spirits are being attacked. And everything is directed and aimed to detour them from the path of God. From the abundant life that God has for them. And we, the young, we're supposed to help them. We're supposed to be near them. We're supposed to come and fuel them up and give them the real Jesus. Say the real Jesus. Many Jesus now in many churches. But here we have the? Thank God that God invites us mostly where the real Jesus is present. Sometime, one time in Bible school, and I'm going to do that one day, Pastor. But in Bible school, one day, uh, this guy came and he uh, blackened. I mean, he put uh, little uh, papers covering some scriptures and see, this is the way the church operates. And you would open here and we read all the things that are not covered, but a lot of things that we don't like, we cover. And we cannot do that with our next generation because otherwise we're not going to see the glory of God revealed on the earth the way he wants it to happen. Amen? The young generation needs to know the real Jesus. My Jesus is the word of God. My Jesus is the Lamb of God. He's the light of the world. He is the resurrection and the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's awesome. That's the Jesus they need to know. It's good to express it with words. It's good to sing it. It's good to say it. It's good to preach it. But when it becomes real in the heart of that young person, nobody can take it away from them. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome He reigns from heaven with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. You see what you started, bro? We're singing. We're the singers. The singing church. Yeah, singing, music really opens the hearts of people. And that's exactly what the mission movie says in a nutshell. If we would have come with the gospel in music, everybody would have fallen to it. And we have to learn to do music as we share the gospel with the children and youth. So, on the count of three, real, this is part of tradition, good tradition. All the children, 12 years and under, come running here on the count of three. One, two, three. Come on, let's give them a big hand. Woo-hoo! Come up here, hon. 
Wow! Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome You're ready to preach. That's good. You're on the front of the boat. Some of you are called to be apostles. Some of you may be called to be prophets. Some of you may be called to be pastors. Or teachers. Or evangelists. Who's the evangelist here? Anybody is evangelist? Who likes to share Christ with his friends when you go to school? Raise your hand. One, two, three. Okay. We got a lot of evangelists. You see? Uh, fuel them up. All right. Uh, you can sit there. You can come there. Hi, champion. I like your hair. It's like mine when I was a kid. Now I'm they all. All right. You can sit there. All right. Here we have the representation of humanity. These children in a blinking of an eye. And you know that. Some of you know that. They're going to be all there. And they're going to be ruling either in the business world or in the church or in the government. And they're going to have to, they're going to have the possibility to have influence, little, big, or much. But we can say our children are going to have strong influence in the government, in the educational system, in the businesses, and in the church. Why somebody else is governing now? I don't know. You know. I know. Why the laws are dictating now things that are totally contrary to the word of God? Accepted by the popularum of the United States and many nations? We didn't do a good job. But Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people that are called by my name, humble themselves, recognize that we have not done what God has called us to do with our young generations. What else comes? If we humble ourselves and pray, He will forgive our sins and heal the United States of America. That's word of God. I mean, you got to get intense when you share the word of God in the school. If you go to the school and say, hey, you want to know Jesus? The kids are going to say, come on, man, get out of here. But if you go and say, hey, Jesus is the son of God and he lives in me by his spirit. And you need to know him bad. Bud. Champ. And then things are going to start changing. But these children are total champions. Yeah. They are, they are ready to be molded. We have the blessing at home to mold the destinies of nations. Okay. And I'm going I'm to read this real quick because we got to... I mean, I know you just... What, you want to do something? You just okay there? Yeah? Okay. Looking at the people, look at them. 
they are the older generation. And one day you're going to be sitting there with children, but you're going to remember this day because God's going to work on you something very important now. And you can receive it or you can leave it, but you know what? You're going to receive it. Because the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the same Spirit lives in you. Say, Sha! Yay! The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in him. How can a person believe? How can a per- how, Do we really believe? Yes. I like what pastor said. But is that the actual synergy of what the Bible calls belief? Or there's something deep inside like magna in the earth that boils and boils and explodes. And all of a sudden when you say, I believe, it's because there's nothing that can come in your mind around you that changes that at any point or circumstance that comes against you. This may sound a little drastic for some of us. You know what? I need help. I want to believe the way Bible believes. Because then I would see the dead rise. Well, no. The the sick get healed. But you know what? I can all probably the whole life, and this sounds like a downer message in this moment. My whole life maybe I'll be trying to improve myself and maybe don't get there because I have 33 years that are piled there in this hard drive that try to pull me down of mess. But you know what I can do? I can sow faith in these children. Their minds are still pure. Their minds are still very moldable. Their hard drive is not full yet. And I got the software to put in there. Tell your neighbor, I also have the software to put in children's hearts. Tell your neighbor, come on. All right, let's declare. The children, receive. Okay, children, you receive. Everybody's going to say, this generation generation belongs to Jesus. Jesus. They don't belong to the devil. No, 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 (laughs) no. They don't belong to religion. No, no, no. They don't belong to the world. No. This generation, the children, we need to make it. You know, when we work with children, all of a sudden we go, freeze. And everybody say, the kids, wherever they are, freeze. I want to call only the ones, the only ones that are going to move. Are those who are 12 years to 22 coming running here? One, two, three. Come on, youth. Uno, dos, tres. Only you. Let's give them a hand. Unfreeze. And you stand there tall. Wow, look at them. All right. Señorita. Bienvenida. All right. Wow. Pastor John, Anita, this is awesome. Half of the church is here in front. And you guys are the champions of Christ. God wants to speak to some of you because you don't know still where you fit. 
you know. You? <laughs> you want me to talk to you about it later? Okay, you, some of you are like iffy offy. Is that a word? Iffy offy, you know? If, yeah, is it? Uh, she understands me. Iffy offy, yeah. You see, I speak the language of the youth. I'm young. Uh oh, and some of you are like, oh, huh, what is this church thing here? They brought me here today. <clears throat> and I have to come. But what time is this over? But that's okay. Not your problem. That's our problem. We're going to ask today that God forgive us for not giving you everything that Jesus wanted to give you when you were a little kid. And you're going to forgive us? Please. Say, I'm going to forgive. Okay, good. <laughs> and we're going to start fresh today. Because this is the day. Snow is falling. You here? We're here. You know who's here? The Spirit of Christ. The Holy Spirit. The children and youth belong to Jesus. Let's give Jesus a big hand. He is the real God. All right. How do we do this? Um. You look like a choir of angels, angelical visitation. And I want to share with you about um, there's something very special that you have in you. And in you. So how do we do this, Pastor? This generation belongs to Jesus. Okay, let's just say again. Here we have have some apostles, apostles, some prophets, prophets, some evangelists, some some pastors, pastors, and some teachers. teachers. All of them. them. Ambassadors of Christ. All of them. Soldiers of the cross, sent by God to planet Earth, to Connecticut, Rhode Island, and this wonderful land. Be innovative. They've been sent here to stand against the blizzards of life, morality, and Christian values. So we release them into the work, into the high calling that God has for each one of them. In the name of Jesus, we bless them. You know what? All right, children, listen. Faith. Faith is believing something that you don't see, but you believe it so much. That it, nothing changes your mind. So when we're speaking this, we're not just parroting. You have received an impartation from the church, from us, the adults. And they have spoken. We have spoken with the utterance of the Holy Spirit. And we want this morning for you to keep your ears open so that God can show you things that you still have not seen. Because this is a day of activation. Amen? Okay? Are we okay? 
Yeah, and you're all over. I was just, uh, let's go clear this up for the young generation. No, <laughs> that's too much to ask. It's not protocol. Uh, okay, let's give it a hand. Go sit down and we'll continue to share you. Now we've seen you close. Okay, go. Bless you. All right, senorita. Adios. All right. Go for it, man. All right, children, now you can go sit down again. But listen, and we're going to go quickly through a message of the Word of God. Yeah? Uno, dos, tres. Let's give the children a hand. All right, we're really blessed to know that uh, this church is... Uh, is uh, how can I say? No breathing. It's kind of radiating the life of God. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Come on. And I'm talking to the old, older people, younger. Have you realized that there's a vision here so that your children, wherever they are in age, can receive from God, as much as you probably think you receive, or even more. There is a freedom and a liberty here that we see in some churches, but not all of them that we go by. In other words, it's like we get to a plateau, and then we can say, oh, we're here, thank God, our church is beautiful, give me a kiss here, I pray for you, I pray for me, you pray for you, you pray for you, you pray for me, or... We say, thank God for bringing us here. Now we want to keep moving forward. Now we want to do the things that have not been done for 2,000 years when you gave the instruction to your church. And there's where we are. We can believe that or we can put it on the side. But the believing, remember, is the magna inside of you, inside of me. is the presence of the living God, the fire of God that makes us know that we know. That this is the real thing. And it's happening in our homes. Some children here or youth don't have a father at home. And they need a father in this church. They need someone, adult man of God to adopt them. Or woman of God to adopt them. To hug them and tell them how wonderful and precious they are. Are we doing that? Maybe we can do better. So let's go. And I, I really like the fact that pastors say, from babies up. Like, you're going to want to see a little baby thing here now. Okay, let's go to uh, Psalms 139. Let's start there. Okay, children, get your Bibles or your iPhones or your iPads. <laughs> 139. This is very important. I mean, this is tall revelation for all, many of us that know that God hosts is an awesome God. Because he says, and we're just going to read... Verse uh, verse 14 on, a few verses. It says, are we there? Psalm 139, 14. says, I will praise you. Oh, we heard the praises of God now through the voice of a man that proclaimed the praises of God. But we praise you. We all, each one of us praise you, Lord, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Do you believe that? Yes. Do we believe that? Yes. 
Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we start thinking that, oh, we're a failure. It's happened. Then you know what? Thank God we're still humans. If you be, you would be a divine being and you would say that, oh, we crucify you. But you're still human. But we have to hold tight to God's word. And we have to really know that we know that we know that this word is for believing. It says, Marvelous are your works, and my soul knoweth right well. And we all say, Amen. Amen. This is me talking to my God. My substance was not hid from you. When I was made in secret. Is any mama here expecting a baby? Raise your hand. Oh, I know you. One. Anybody else? Okay. We're going to deal a bit about the babyhood, about the children, about the youth. We're going to see how it is that we can connect it all. Because God is... One. We are one body. Jesus the head. We are the parts of the body. So we can connect it so nobody feels alienated. Nobody feels like we are belong to a different strata or a different class. This is family. Faith Christian Center is a church of families. Getting stronger. Amen? And he says, I'm curiously wrought in the deepest part of the earth. This is an embryo, uh, a, a baby conception. We had a picture show last year for the ones that came, how it is that God knew us before we were formed, before mom and dad got together or met, God already knew you. And you. Your papa and mama? Yeah? They didn't know each other, but God already knew you. Isn't that amazing? Isn't God awesome? You can just sing again. Well, God is an awesome God because that cannot get in here. We cannot understand that. But before, <laughs> before your babies come, already God knows your babies. And in the depth of the earth, in utero, in there, a baby is being formed by the wonderful, marvelous power of the living God, just like a seed that goes into the earth and starts to boom, grow. It's all predestined. It's all worked out by God to produce a wonderful human being. And it says, your eyes saw my substance, yet being imperfect, and in your book, were written all the days of my life. D-N-A. Is that it? D-N-A? In Spanish you say D-N. So I always kind of say, please tell me. I am D-N-A. So the D-N-A is right there. And we just discovered something a few years ago. Oh, and the sign says, oh, D-N-A. Cosmore wrote it thousands of years ago. In his book. It's a book. It's a tall written book. Where it's all of you there. So that's our God. And that's what we need to, to, to understand. And when the babies are in the womb, it's the time for the mother and the father to speak life unto that baby. And when the babies come out, the first day they come out, is the time to start Bible school. 
is Bible Training Center. Baby Bible Training Center. Who's going to start that? Pastor, somebody goes, uh, if I would be a pastor, I would start it. And you know what? It will be hard for a couple of years, but then in 15 years, all the churches will be buying the formula. But it's not the formula. It is an act. It is a command from God. Act of God doesn't sound good, no, because the storm came, killed everybody. Act of God. No, it's a command of God. All right? All right, so, Mr. Mike, are you there? Uh, we're going to put this. Uh, this was done years ago. You're, you're going to see us there. It was done without any previous practice. And so, little Judah, Ben, ben Judah, is going to try to participate. But he was caught. Caught in surprise. But this is the lesson we teach to our babies since they are born. We haven't found, I think we have found one couple that is doing it steady, continually. It's so hard for us. But if we do this, in 10, 15 years, we have a tall new generation. And in 25 years, we have new leadership in all the stratas of our society. All right, let's go, Mr. Mike. Thank you. Sound. Have a look at this special baby lesson. It's something so precious that we can begin to do as parents. From the time our children are born, we can be giving them the word of God. It's a powerful seed, an incorruptible seed. And you'll see how sensitive this little uh, Ben is during the baby lesson and your children will grow too and great will be their peace and their undisturbed composure as they grow in the knowledge of God. The greatest learning potential is stored in children. Actually, when they are first born, they have total potential to learning anything we want them to learn. They are printing, recording everything we say, everything they see. And even our emotions are being recorded as they grow up. They are filling their tank with good or bad information. Hi, Ben Judah. Are we ready for our Bible class? Yes. Jesus loves Ben Judah. Jesus loves Ben Judah. Jesus made Ben Judah. Jesus is God, and God loves Ben-Judah. Yes, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the good shepherd, and he cares for Ben-Judah. Oh, Jesus loves Ben-Judah. Jesus loves Ben-Judah. Jesus loves Ben-Judah, the Bible tells us so. Oh, the Word of God. The Word of God is ah, so refreshing. Oh, the Word of God says that Ben-Judah is more than a conqueror. Ben-Judah can do all things through Christ because Christ strengthens him. Ben-Judah keeps it in his heart, so that he may not sin against you, Lord. Thank you, Father, 
for your word that is alive in Ben Judah. God's word is a light unto your path, and it's a lamp unto your feet. Thank you, Lord, for God's word. Mm-hmm. Ben Judah, he loves to talk to God. He prays to God every day. He listens and he talks. Ben Judah loves to pray. And he prays to the Father in Jesus' name. Oh, prayer is like Ben Judah's blood flowing through his veins. Every day, without ceasing, he is praying and he is talking and listening to God. Thank you, Lord. Ben Judah, God made him in his image and likeness. Oh, yay! Ben Judah is a God lover. Yay! He is a mighty boy. Oh, and he loves to praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord, Ben Judah. Let's praise the Lord. Jesus, I love you. I praise you with my hands. Jesus, I love you. I dance before you, Lord. Jesus, I love you. I praise you in spirit and truth. Oh, yes. Ben Judah loves to praise the Lord. And we go to church. Look, we go to church to meet our big family. In church, we learn more about Jesus and we get fired up to go out and share Jesus with our friends, with people outside of the church. And we all worship God together. Thank you, Lord, for the church, my family. Yes, Ben Judah, ooh, he is hungry for God, and he knows that he has a plan, a purpose in Christ. Thank you, Lord, for Ben Judah. It's time to go. Time to go home. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for giving me peace, joy, and righteousness. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Simple. <laughs> the most simple thing we can ever do, and yet we are totally printing in the mind and the heart of a person. I'm not just speaking there. My being is exuding faith as I speak. I'm not parroting. I am speaking life unto that boy or girl. I know that I am printing in the book that God already gave me. His mind that is still empty. I am stamping the colors, the flavor, the taste of the word of God that is sweeter than the honey in the honeycomb. We do that. The Bible, baby Bible training centers, 
And in 15 years, no problem with all the stuff that's happening out there. It doesn't cost too much. It's a gift of life that we give to our children. And you young people that are here, soon, most of you is going to get married and have children. And you are the ones that are definitely can carry this baton with victory and raise up a generation that will be like that church without wrinkle, without stain, for which Jesus is coming back. You get it? Children's ministry? Oh, I don't want to work with kids. They're noisy. They're running around. They don't obey. They make noise. They don't listen. They don't bubble. All the lies of the devil. That is the most privileged ministry in this and in every church of the Lord Jesus Christ. To go and feed the word of God to the children. Not religion. Not boredom. But feed the living word of the living God to the children by the unction of the Holy Spirit. Enough, youth leaders, enough of just doing a little preaching to the youth. I'm going to speak to the youth and we're going to land. I think, I feel that it's going to be, God wants to move, no more speaking. Now we go to the other age group. We haven't touched babies or youth much in the times we've come. But this is fresh for you. The Lord spoke me three things. We were in Colombia a couple of years ago doing a two-week training with pastors and leaders of youth and children. Large congregation. And the Lord, they asked me to preach about youth. I said, I don't need to preach about youth. Come on. The youth need to see the power of God in action. They see all kinds of things out there. They've heard the pastor preach about Noah, uh, the children's uh, minister, about Noah and the two seas that went into the ark, and, uh, and David, the Goliath, all this good stuff. What it is that I can teach these leaders, these pastors? And the Lord just said three things. Number one, youth leaders, if you're here, you're a youth leader, or youth leader, parent, you are a youth leader if you have teenagers in your home. And if you have children, you're going to be a youth leader very soon. He said, number one, there's a cry in the hearts of the youth. They're crying out. The first thing they're saying is, listen to me. Listen. First thing. Inside, the youth, although they are quiet, they're kind of going through a whole transformation in and out. They want to be listened. They need to be listened without interruptions, without prejudice. No, we're the righteous now. Huh? What did you do when you were young, when you were a teenager? Come on, tell us. No, don't say it. <laughs> you know, and then we cut them or we say, that's wrong, that's bad. Eh? And we bubble the, the word of God just so they are right. But we just need to listen. Maybe it's going to be bad. What are you going to hear? But let them say, let them trust you as their confidant. Number one, youth leaders, parents, and church leaders of youth, listen to them. There's another cry in the heart of the youth. They are not expressing it the way they should. 
These kids here, they are an army. Your youth here, they're an army. They're an army. They're ready. <gasps> But something is stopping them. And you can decipher that. But the second thing that the Lord told me to tell the youth, the youth leaders, is understand them. Understand them. They get so much to give. They know more than we know in the knowledge part of it. Technology and things. They don't have the experience, but they are so well prepared to grasp anything. But we need to understand where they are. Oh, there's so many things at home. Oh, he wants to drive the car and don't drink and go to the party. All the things we know. But let's understand and let's see what it is that they will decide to do if we give them a good listening ear and then options. These three things you can do. No? This is kind of bad. This is bad and this is good. But if you pick, what would you pick? And you know what? When you get there, the third thing is now, father, mother, leader of youth, now you can teach me. Listen to me, understand me, and then teach me. You know what we do? We teach, 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 preach, 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 and they're tired of that. And I love the word of God, and they want to love the word of God. But the way we handle it with our pious, holy mind. Ooh. I'm going to pass my radar now. See who's the one that has not, that can throw the first stone here. Probably the radar will go, phew. <laughs> But it's true. It's simple. It's not nothing too theological. It's life. It's family. And it's what we can give. And yet, some of us have failed. And you probably there right now feeling, mm, I failed. No, you can go and go to your young, young man, young woman here, uh, your child and say, forgive me because I've been so brushed to crush, to rush. I'm always looking at the bad things you're doing. I'm not really uh, uh, building on the good stuff that you do. I always make you feel bad that you don't do things when you need to do or you do them wrong. Some of us may be there. Yes or no? Humble yourself and then pray. You, not yet, but be careful. When you grow, remember this, this message. He said he's not there because he doesn't have children yet. He's being right. So let's just close our eyes now. And if you, uh, Pastor Ray or whoever is uh, there, you can be anointed by the Holy Spirit to play something there that will bring the heart of God to the heart of the families. It's not my good words. It's not my preaching or pastor's preaching. It's the Spirit of God that's speaking to each one of us. Listen to me, Dad. Understand me. Man, I'm in a different era than you were. And then teach me. I will listen. Anything you tell me, I will listen to you. I would like to ask the fathers, mothers, even grandmothers, to come forward with their 
youth, on their children, on their family. Just stand up as we let the Holy Spirit do. Gather your flock. I'm sure the youth are there, the children are here, but grab them all and come make your little uh, bundle here. Make your tribe, your clan. And hold them tight. If there's a young man or a young woman here that doesn't have a dad or a mom in the church, maybe you that come to a church know them. Go and grab them and bring them. Adopt them. And I want a child, a children that wants to come up. The first one to get here. Help me a little bit. Who's coming? A child. A child. Boy or girl. I'd like a young boy, a young girl, a youth to come sit here, please. I know you're with your parents, but now... Uh, youth. What is your name? Ivan. Hmm? Ivan. 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 Dubon. Dubon. Oh man, that's uh, from a uh, name from. Uh, where is your name from? Mars. Of oh, Jupiter. Hmm? Mars, and Jupiter. Mars and Jupiter. Ivan. Dubon. Dubon. Okay. You've seen some of you have seen this. And we're going to practice this first. Devan, you know that you're a champion of Christ, that Jesus created you, God created you, and he has good plans for you. And those plans are great. Those plans are good plans. And he wants you to shine brighter like the light that starts in the morning, really dim. And then it gets really strong at noon. Okay? And remember, the bigger you get, the closer to Jesus. Okay? All right? What? 15 seconds. I imparted in him. You want to hear that also? Yeah. The spirits are so willing, are so ready to be encouraged. And some of us probably just, why did you do this? Make your bed. Don't you, have you found yourself? Oh. That's the way you were raised when you were a baby or a kid. And you're replicating that. No mas. No mas. Okay, so we're going to take a little time now. And I want uh, to ask you another uh, thing that's not traditional. The child, if your child is little like him, you got to get to the, you got to get to the, he's a champion in Christ. You know, your dad sings beautiful and he loves God. But you know what? You're going to do greater works than your dad. So get on, get at the level, get at the level of the child now, of the child, 
and I want you both to speak life unto your boy or girl. One, two, three, go. Don't speak from the tall tower that you are. Don't be the twin towers. Humble yourself. Father, I thank you. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you that your love is flowing through the words of parents to the spirit, the depth of the spirit of each child. And if the father or the mother have been a little rough on them, please recognize. Ask your child to forgive you. Ask your child to forgive you. Tell your child you're sorry. And tell him that you're going to be the father or the mother that God's called you to be. That you're going to Train them up in the ways of the Lord. All right. Take your little time there. You are the priest of the house, father, mom. You are right there to work alongside your husband. There's something that's happening also. If you are a dad and a mom and you're having differences at home with your husband or your wife and the child has seen, of course, that, ask your children to forgive you both. For that specific reason, that, because that hurts them too much. They're beautiful. Tell them they're beautiful. Just just put as much as you can get out of your mind in them right now. The anointing is there. You know what? Your children are receiving like never before. You can do this at home, but this is a very special corporate time in which the Holy Spirit is imparting strength to your family. It's releasing forgiveness. It's releasing love. Some fathers are very sharp. They don't they have not been trained with words of love, so they don't give that to their children. Break it out now. Break the mold. You want to go to your papa? No. Okay, now I'd like you to take your youth, the ones that have youth. You're done it probably because I see some families with youth. But I want you all to start praying for your younger generations. There is a word of prophecy in some of the fathers here for your child. You already have seen a little bit of what God wants them to be. I'd like you to speak that to your child with authority. You know, there's one thing that's the authority of the believer. That is speaking with faith. Speaking with the element that God has given us to speak and make things happen. So speak to the child and just prophesy over the child. 
prophesy. There's prophecy there. Maybe not all, but some of you. Speak to your youth. And in a couple of minutes, we're going to take another position. Remember, we're not just performing here. We're not just doing a show. This is Holy Spirit knitting hearts together of the family. I'm totally convinced of that. So, so be it with you. What are you doing by yourself, man? Oh, that's you, man. You look like a teenager. Hold him. Speak to him. Right there. Only him? What's your mom? What's your parents? Uh, for one, uh, let's inver- move a little further, and I would like the youth. Come on, youth. You're going to speak to your father and mother. You're going to bless them with words. Don't just stay there like a little mutey mutey. You speak to your father or your mother. You tell them that they are good parents, that you love them. Look at them in the eyes and speak to them. Speak, speak. That's why you have a voice. Think that you are um, in a baseball game and your team is winning. Speak them with gusto. Come on, children. Speak to your father or mother. Come on, children. Speak to your father. Tell them that they're good dad. And if they have messed up a little bit, just tell dad, I forgive you. I love you the way you are. You can do better, but I love you. And as the family prays, I'm going to invite Pastor John to come. The Lord does the work in the heart. It's not an outward work necessarily. So we are. So. Father, we pray right now that what's been spoken by the parents to their children and by the parents to their young people, what's been spoken by their young people to their parents is the beginning, not the end. That by your Spirit, you will begin to break down the walls of separation that the enemy has worked so hard to establish in these homes and that you will establish by the Holy Spirit and His grace unity and peace, understanding. Father, help the parents to listen with their hearts to their young people, to recognize that there is value in them that you've put in them, that their understanding and ideas and views that you've put in them that are worth listening to, that they're worth being listened to, even if they're wrong. Help us to see, Father, what's really important 
and not just the things that we think are so important. We recognize, Father, that these things come up in the course of life where there's pressure and there's busyness. Help us in the midst of the pressures and the busyness to remember what is truly eternal and what is truly important in our relationship with our children, with our teens. And so, Father, may today be the beginning of openness, of sharing, of commitment, of, of godly priorities. Father, we pray for the fathers and the mothers that you will give them your wisdom in the issues and the choices that are faced in training and raising their young people. We pray for our young people and for the children that you will impart into them your wisdom also for they can receive wisdom just as we can. We thank you for the grace to do this. Father, I believe with all my heart your will and desire for Faith Christian Center is that we come closer this year as a family in true unity. But that must begin in our homes. And may today be anointed step of beginning by your precious Holy Spirit. For that, Father, we declare and thank you in faith. For you see the end from the beginning. Help us to see that also. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. You may return to your seats. Praise God. Yeah, give the Lord a hand clap. Just remember this, anything that separates the parts of the body of Christ is not of God. On the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God brought together people from all different kinds of backgrounds. And the unity that they had was the unity of the Spirit. The amazing work that God's done here, if you look get to see what I see, is we see many different age groups, many different skin colors, many different nationalities. We did a poll several years ago. We have over 30 nations represented here. And we come together and we worship together. And we praise together and we do things together, not because we've legislated it or commanded it, because it's a work of the Spirit of God. As we see what we have in common, not what separates. What we have in common is we have one Lord and one Savior and one spirit who is in us all. So what I believe with all my heart, God is doing, and even today is the beginning of some of it, is to break down the walls of the barriers that create separations in this body so that the spirit of God can bring the anointing of God where the unity of the believers come together. I ask you to keep that in prayer. Not just for your family, but for this family, because this is a family also. Because the enemy does not like that. And he will try to create division where healing takes place. And we've got to be wise to his devices. Praise God. Thank you so much. 
I believe with all my heart that was the Holy Spirit. I know it was.